Hey everybody, good evening. Welcome to Down to Earth with Harriet Kimmick. It's a show in which we talk about all the stuff that we want to talk about. So it's Friday evening and I know many of you are like, hey, how is it going? And so on. But this is a special edition of our show. And I wanted to uh, bring you in and kind of get you to be here with us as we talk about our show this evening. This evening I have a special guest, as you can well imagine. My special guest this evening is Chantel Thomas. Chantel is a singer-songwriter based just out of Houston, and Chantel is going to tell us about her experiences in faith, and she's also going to tell us how she navigates the world of being a secular artist as well as being a faith-based artist. So for those of you who are joining us later on, we'll have it on Spotify as well as on Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, and wherever your favorite uh, platform, podcast platform is. I'm sorry, I had that light turned on. Hey, everybody. Thanks so much, my friends on Periscope and my friends on uh, on Twitter. Let's see what folks are saying. Are you all ready for this? I have an amazing smile. Well, that's a turnaround from yesterday. Yesterday I was being pilloried and called all kinds of names. And now are you all going to be mad because I'm practically putting on. (laughs) I wish Chantel could see this. I'm applying. (laughs) I guess they're going to see Rita Show who supplied her lip gloss on camera. That's part of it. So. Let me tell you a little bit about my special guest this evening. Her name is Chantel Thomas, and she is an R&B gospel singer based somewhere out of Houston. She's going to tell us how she got her start in the music industry and how she navigates being both a secular and faith-based artist in today's musical game. Isn't that something? I want to know how to navigate that myself. And she'll also tell us what her current projects are, and how she writes her songs from the, from the heart. She's also going to tell you that we got together. We've known each other for some eight, nine years now. <laughs> it's a long time in coming. So, ladies and gentlemen, put your hands together as we welcome Miss Chantel Thomas. Hey, girlfriend. Hey, how you doing? I am well. And you? I am well and warm. <laughs> Oh, well, lucky for you. Isn't that the coolest thing? (laughs) That is so cool because here in Michigan, as you know, we're in the Midwest. So this morning it was 37. Mm. And it's not quite the end of October yet. So we knew it was going to get cold really early because guess what? It was the middle of August and it started cooling down like the summer just shut off. One week wow. it was 90 degrees, and the next week mm-hmm. it was 70. And then we were like, wait, no, no. And then by the end of August, you barely could wear flip-flops. It was oh, getting yeah. cool. By the time September started, we were like, okay. We were resigned to it. So they say <laughs> we're going to have a few flakes, <laughs> snowflakes next week. So it looks like it's going to be a snowy Halloween around here. God help us all. <laughs> So for those of us here, we start wearing boots real early. So for those of you in the South who like to wear your leather boots and so on, babes, we're past the leather boot stage at this point. We're wearing Uggs or Uggs are on. 
Because <laughs> it got cold I, really quickly. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, I think we could still kind of get away with some flip-flops sometimes. A day or, I, I'm not sure from this day. Let me just put back up and say I am not sure because this day we are in our 40s here in Texas. And so I'm not quite sure. And this week is going to be, we're going to be in our 40s and high, probably 50s. So I don't know. You know, it's, it's kind of iffy here. It's kind of iffy. I can't imagine Texas being so far south would be in the 40s yeah. this early. Yeah, this so early. early. But yeah. for those of us yeah. here in the Midwest, our summer tan is on its way out. We we just call just call it what it is. You know what I mean? <laughs> it's like summer city. When was that? I mean, one week it was raging hot, and then the mm-hmm. next week it was like I was using my AC. The next week we had condensation on the cars in the morning. But anyway, mm. it is what it is. So Chantel, tell us how you got started in the music industry. Well, I I have been. This has been my passion for so long. When I was younger, mm-hmm. I really mm-hmm. um, loved to sing. And just to fast forward, um, when I was in, um, got stationed in Virginia, um, prior military, and got stationed in Virginia, and my minister, my pastor, I should say, um, noticed the gifts right away, and he started connecting me with different people that um could get me into studios and different things like that. So that's where my music that I used to write every day turned into production. And I finally had the opportunity to see or to hear, I should say, my music along with music production in Virginia, um, mm-hmm. 2004. So that mm-hmm. was my first time, yeah, putting those two together and listening to it and just amazed at how, I could hear my music and the, the words that I wrote to production. It was just amazing. It was so amazing. So that's how I got started in recording. But as far as writing, I've been writing since I was young. And I don't want to say how young because that'll tell you how old I am. But since I was younger, I had been writing music and poetry and short stories and different things like that. So it was always in me. It's always a passion. So wow. that's how so I got that, started, yeah. That was, so like most gospel singers and most R&B singers, you got started in church. Yes, I got started mm-hmm. in church, always in a group or in a choir um, from here to Germany. I was always connected with a group or a um, choir. And so that was my, you know, a platform that I, that I um, mm-hmm. was so – you know, I was I was really thankful to be a part of earlier on so I could get a feel of how that feels to be on a, a stage or in front of people. Got used to singing and not be so, so nervous and not know what to do. So that was just my platform uh, that I was afforded as a young person <laughs> in music. That was great. That was great, though. But let me ask you this. In today's, what advice would you have for any artist today? especially young artists, because you are at that intersection of secular and fake music. How do you navigate that? I mean, how do you, how do you, how are you able to do that? And what would you tell an aspiring artist today? Now I have to, I have to, I have to, um, I guess, excuse me, make a, um, 
make a correction. I'm not a secular singer, but my music um, is uh, different. It's not the traditional gospel music. So what I do is I connect my life and the things that I go through and not just make it a generalized song that everybody, you know, that that we normally hear. We normally hear the generalized song, you're going to be healed. Yes, we are going to be healed, but where are you getting healed from? My thing was mm-hmm. I'm going to be open and, and share how you can be healed from depression, how you can be in a situation that we all can relate to that's relatable. So wow. instead of making it general, that's that's how I relate my life into my music. Okay. So, yeah. So, yeah. So, you, so your music is sort of like crossover, so it can have general appeal, is what you're saying. Yes, absolutely. Crossover. Absolutely. Crossover. Contemporary Christian crossover. Contemporary Christian. Right? Yes. Contemporary yes, Christian. Absolutely. And, and to be honest with you, there is a market for that. And a lot, yes. because some people, especially today's generation, for instance, we've lost a whole generation, millennials, for instance, and Generation mm-hmm. Z many of whom never grew up in church, so they'll never know what being in a traditional church setting is like. They will just hear a song that resonates with their experiences, and then they can identify with it. You see what I mean? Absolutely. Yes, absolutely. As a matter of fact, I think it was Amy Grant, and I can't remember the name of the guy, who started this crossover music where you hear a song, it sounds like it's something you can relate to and identify with. And then yeah. all of a sudden you find yourself nodding to it. Then you realize that, oh, it's a, it's a Christian. Song. Oh, well, you know, I like the song anyway. Yes, that that's exactly what it is. And, and, and as a matter of fact, I, as a young person, followed Amy Grant. Um, I was a huge fan of hers. And then, mm-hmm. you know, t- we had uh, Amy Grant and a lot of different other people in the industry mm-hmm. that were crossover, so it made mm-hmm. it like stop from Kirk Franklin and different things made it into the in, into the secular world. So mm-hmm. um, my thing was I can't reach people inside the church because they're inside the church. Who do I reach? The people that are not in the church, and that was always my focal point when I wrote music: is how can I make it where the people who are not going to church all the time right. or in traditional settings. How can I how can I draw them into what right. I'm doing? And they are huh. And how do you do yeah. that? How do you draw you use your music to draw them in into what you're saying? Um, my words are, are life and, and I've always spoke life, but the beat of the words mm-hmm. it kinda you know, we, we get drawn in by the beat of music. Even when you're in church, you'll hear mm-hmm. a beat and everybody's like, Oh yeah, you, you know, they're they can they are so familiarized with the beat, but right. if you have the right. words that that yes, you, you'll, yeah, you'll drag them in with the beat, yes, and then they're like, wait a minute, what is this the word? And the prime example, I had a show, I was at a show, guess at a show, mm-hmm. and um, I sung one of my songs, and so mm-hmm. a, a a guy who was on the outside, um, I guess he was working the stage. Once it was over, he he came, pulled me to the side and he said. Your music, he said, you would never know until you start listening to the words. He said, you drew me in by that beat. <laughs> the beat, and once you drew me in, Yeah, the beat. The beat. <laughs> the, the beat. And then he said, that, but the words, they, that's what changed, you know, made a difference for those words. The beat. 
<laughs> it's in the beat. The beat. It's the beat. It's in the you know beat. Something? You have a single. So, true confession. Uh, Chantel and I connected about eight or nine years ago when my yes. third book, Through the Fire, had come out. She hosts her own radio show. I don't know why she's being so shy and modest. Oh. She hosts her own radio show, No More Silent Tears. And yes. she invited me to talk about my book. And yes. she actually has a single of that name. And if you ever get a chance to, I think you're still on Apple Music, right? Yes. I'll, you're I'll still on Apple Music because I had downloaded it last year again. Uh Go to Apple Music and look up Chantel Thomas and listen to No More Silent Tears. And the beat is going to suck you in. The beat draws you in and you're <laughs> able to, <laughs> to share with others <laughs> what it is. Um, so what are you currently working on right now? Oh, so since we're speaking about the beat, I am in the studio um, the as we're... <laughs> <laughs> As you just came out of the studio. I love that. Don't you love an artist who's talking about the studio? I'm watching this thing it. on Netflix. But talking about that, though, Chantel, I'm watching this Hi. thing on Netflix called Skylines, mm-hmm. right? It's based okay. in France, or I think it's Germany. I can't tell because they have dubbed it over with English words. So I'm not oh, sure. Okay. I can't hear the. I can't hear. I think it's Germany. And it's okay. about. Arabs, right, who live in Germany, mm-hmm. right, okay. and who are playing rap music. Y'all need to go check that out. It's called Skyline. Okay. It's on Netflix, right? And it's not mm-hmm. the first or second time that I've come across a foreign film where American rap music, American, what we call rap today, American mm-hmm. rap music has this vast influence worldwide. I mean, they have a whole oh, industry. Yes over yes. there that specializes in rap music just like here. They sound just like the rappers here. They make the same movements, the same lifestyle that is, you know, huge and out of this world. They have the same the same rhythm. And talk about the yes. beat. It's the beat, yes. people. The music, it's the beat. Trust me, because they're, be- they're, the they're playing the beat, Chantel, and they had me there, you know, trying to get ready to come on the show. And I was like, I'm into this beat. As a matter of fact, I have it frozen on my TV screen. <laughs> when the show is done, I'm going to go back to it. It's Skylines. Check mm-hmm. it out. So we were talking about your music. So what are you currently working on? I am currently working on a single called I Love Loving You. And um, mind you, in the beginning, we were talking about how my music is relatable to just anybody's situation mm-hmm. or so this song is actually, I am incorporating how I love my husband and my children and how I take care of them as well as love the Lord and, and work and, and, you know what I mean, just different things that I'm doing. So it's actually an outline of my life. And really? I love it. I, yes, I'm excited about it. It's called I Love Loving You. And we're, yeah, I'm excited. We'll We'll be in the studio in the, the beginning of November to finish the song, and it'll be yeah. on all major platforms. So I'm excited about it. You know, I'm always, I'm always in that studio. Huh? Always in the studio. You still do your show, No More Silent Tears, right? I am still doing the show, No More Silent Tears. We are getting ready to do podcasts with it. So that's where mm-hmm. I'm at now. 
with No More Silent Tears. But, yes, we have um, – we want to broaden our, our reach. And uh-huh. plus I've, I've gotten extremely um, – I am everywhere now. I, you know, I'm, I'm teaching, mentoring the kids at the school with No More Silent Tears and then uh, doing a lot of other stuff within in the community. And so I decided to – do the podcast with No More Silent Tears, and, and, and we can take off from there. But, yeah, I'm excited about it. It's just a whole different season that mm-hmm. I'm in and, and, and where I'm going with it is just mm-hmm. broadening every aspect of No More Silent Tears and me as an artist and just me being there in the faces of present in, in today instead of be behind the scene all the time. Now I get to get out and, and really – shake some hands and hold and hug and embrace some young girls and empower them to be the best that they could be. So it's just amazing this season of, of where I'm at today. That's interesting yeah. because you start off from No More Silent Tears, one beat, one track, and now you yeah. have a whole platform dedicated yeah. to that. And this is what we're all talking about, that for yeah. those of us out there, if you have a dream and if you haven't started yet, this is your calling card. This is your moment Absolutely. to get started. Absolutely. Because you never know where it's going to take you. I know the journey, yeah. it's about a journey. People, it's about a yeah. journey. Don't listen to the quick shot stories where you see them glamorized on the pages of magazines and on TV. And you, they make you think that this has always been the face of, of me. And this is always how I, I have looked. It's mm-hmm. not. Start somewhere. Yeah. Don't sit there. You have a gift. You have a talent. You have something. Start somewhere. You never know mm-hmm. how far it's going to take you and where it will take you. It's all about the journey. Don't worry about the destination. Focus yeah. on the journey, learning the lessons, and keep on going. So we can hear your music on all major platforms right now, all the streaming services. Yes, absolutely. Everywhere. Everywhere. On everywhere. Okay. Spotify. Yeah. Spotify, um, Apple, Google, um, YouTube, just just everywhere that you can you can upload wow. and, and purchase. Yeah, so that's um, amazing, sis. That's amazing. I I could do not. I say this all the time. I'm I'm a I'm an unsophisticated country girl alone in the big bad world, <laughs> and <laughs> I am forever amazed <laughs> as when somebody tells me that they heard me. <laughs> When I was on, on, on traditional radio and people would tell me they heard me, sometimes it would make me, I would literally forget because I keep thinking I'm that little girl who mm-hmm. had a dream and didn't know how it was going to work out, but had faith mm-hmm. in God that he was going to take me places yeah. that I would, ne- I would never dream of. And I kid you not, I live to see it happen. It has not always been easy. I have been beaten yeah. and battered along the way. I mean, my yeah. daughter, Alexandra, is a writer, and uh, yeah. she wrote, she has a blog. You should all go check it out, Alex in Wonderland, right? And oh, wow. she wrote okay. a, she featured, I'm going to ask her, maybe she should feature your song, but yeah. she wrote about, I think for her book of the month, my book Through the Fire was chosen. And I kid you oh, not, wow. y'all, when she wrote, wrote a synopsis, because she's now a lawyer, right? So when she wrote mm-hmm. a synopsis of the book and I read it this morning, I burst into tears. Mm-hmm. I, mm-hmm. I burst into tears because of how she analyzed it and how she put it wow. into context. 
So you never know where the point I'm making is do it anyways. For most of us, the journey was not easy. We didn't get yeah. here. Chantel will tell you that even though she started in a church, she was mm-hmm. always like, you want to tell us, you give us about two minutes of what really happened that made you Chantel Thomas. Yeah, I was a victim of abuse very early on, and uh, 15 years later, um, I still suffered inwardly and just needed to find out how can I release what I was holding in for so long. And I started just talking to different different people, different other victims and different other people who took my story and started to um, utilize it as far as helping other people and other individuals. And so that's where it began. I didn't know from A to B where I was going. I just knew I needed to say something. And so it started mm-hmm. for me just trusting God like that, to say something. Mm-hmm. That's where it started, just to talk, to speak, and to speak it out. And, and so if we if we really think about it, every time that we release something, it allows God to put something else in us. So we have to release mm-hmm. all of that stuff that we hold on to that that takes up a lot of room in mm. our daily lives, in our, our mental, in our spiritual, release those things so that we can have some, some input of something in power, something so strong and powerful, and we can empower other people through our story. And so that's what happened in a, in a short, short little synopsis of my own. That's what happened, and mm. that's how I end up where I'm at now today. Well, God bless you for that. That That's yeah. an interesting and empowering story. It always amazes me how people start with nothing. And yeah. so that, there's a song that says we come from nothing, from nothing to yeah. something. Exactly. And you have, you have to give thanks for the process. I don't know about you. I don't know who this is for, but give thanks for the process. Because the process yeah. is what you do. The process refines you. And the yeah. process has... And all, all that stuff, all the hurt, the pain, all that stuff. Yes. yes. When people hear you and see you, all they can say is glory. Yes. The process is worth it. It's it's worth it. You're going to look back on it and say it was worth it. It's worth oh, it. Oh, it was definitely, definitely worth it. <laughs> so where can we find you, Chantel? If somebody wants your music, Chantel Thomas is our special guest. Where can we find you? Where can we find your music and more information about you? Yes. Um, if you are on IG, my IG, um, you, my handle is I am Chantel Thomas on IG. On Twitter, mm-hmm. it is I am Chantel Thomas. Mm-hmm. And on uh, on Facebook, it is Chantel Thomas. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you want to go find the music on Google, Apple, um, all of those platforms, it is under Chantel Thomas or Chantel. So, mm-hmm. um there's a reason behind that, but you could find me on either or with both my my last name and my first my first name and last name or my first name. So that's how you will be able to reach out to me. And I know I do answer uh, on Facebook on that fan page if you have any questions. Also, uh, No More Solitaires is a platform for domestic violence, and I do reach out, reach back out if you reach out to me. I've helped numerous of people on that page, so that's a Facebook page. Wow. Well, Chantel Thomas, we heard your story, and we are empowered by it. Uh, before you go, uh, I need you to tell somebody. I need you to speak into someone and encourage someone who might just be ready to quit. A few days ago, 
I talked about freelancing and how the economy has shifted into a gig economy because it's about money nowadays and people don't want to hire people and pay people money, right? And give people benefits so you can normally. The society has become more amoral than moral. And one young man on my feed said he's 28 years old, he's married with a child, has a degree, and can't find work, and he was ready to give up at 28. We're not talking about somebody at 58 who has lived and sent a child to college. This is 28 years old. If you could, Chantal, I want you to encourage someone so that they can hear that there is hope somewhere. Sometimes that's all we have is hope. Yes, if if you're out there and you're listening in and you feel like this is the last straw and this is the only way out is to give up and throw in the towel and to do something really that that lasts for for eternity that's bad, you don't have to go that far. You all you have to do is wait. Wait on the your time. And sometimes we wanna rush our process, we wanna rush the time, but God is all he is the author of time. And so he knows what you're going through. He knows he's not going to give you no more than you can handle. But I understand the tears. I've been there. But I'm telling you to hold on. Mm. Hold on. Do not give up. Because just the next day, just the next hour, even after you get off your knees from crying, God could bless you just like that. Don't give up. This is not the time to give in. This is not the time to let go. Someone is watching you and they need you to, to be the difference, make the difference, change the narrative of your life, and hold on. Ah, amen to that, Sister Well, We want to say thank you to Chantel Thomas for speaking hope and encouragement into our life. Thank you so much, Chantel. Thanks thank so you. much for, thank you for joining us. Have a good thank evening and thank you for being with us. This show will be uploaded to the other platforms and I'll let you know and so on. Thank, Thank you so you. much. Love you. Thank you. Love you too. Well, everybody, you heard that, right? And I just thought that I'm kind of piggybacking on, on Chantel's uh, conversation with us because all of us have our moments. All of us have moments when we feel like quitting, when we feel like giving up everybody. It's, it's not, it's common to the human experience. And it's an experience that's common to mankind. All of us as human beings go through these moments when we question our very existence. We wonder why things are not working the way that they should, why things have not worked the way they are programmed to work. Why are we not achieving the success, even if it's short-term success, that we need to continue to enjoy life? Everyone wants a meaningful life and wants a life that's productive and fruitful. And when there are opportunities, everyone wants an equal distribution of the opportunities. And when those things do not happen, even when we have faith, even when you have said the prayers, even when you have done everything that you can do, you went to school, you got the degree, you showed up at the producers, you produced, you did the overtime, the undertime, the overtime, you're overemployed, underemployed, you've done all the degrees, you've done everything, and still not see success, I encourage you to not give up. I encourage you to not, don't give up, don't stop, keep doing what you're doing. Sometimes we've, you know, had to take a step back and re-examine what we're doing. And I've often found anytime I take a step back, 
then I look at it and I'm like, maybe I can do it a different way. But what it does is it makes me see from a different perspective. And then I go back at it, refreshed, sometimes just take a break. And when you've done all of that, just wait for it. It will come. It takes longer for some of us. Some people like to make you feel that they have instant success. Look at my face. (laughs) This is not microwave, so you can put it in there and zinc. But when it comes, it's worth it, right? So don't quit, my friends. Don't give up. This is Harriet Kamek with Down to Earth. Just a short story to stop by this evening and to say, encourage you all to continue to do what you're doing and don't quit. You will leave a mark. You will leave a legacy. And while you are here, celebrate. We will still celebrate with you. Thank you so much for joining us. And once again, interesting stories that are the bane of our existence. It is amazing to me. It's Friday evening and most people are probably at a bar somewhere, (laughs) right? Most people are probably just chilling, trying to forget the week that was. Most people are having a drink. Some people are even going to end up in beds where they shouldn't be tonight. God help us all. People are busy making calls, arranging booty calls with people they should not be with. All in an effort to stave off loneliness, stave off feeling alone, or just to share with someone. You you know, life gets lonely and the journey gets lonely and sometimes you just feel compressed and compacted and you want someone to share it with. It's Friday night. Don't jump into the wrong bed. Don't pick up the phone and text or call someone whom you really don't want to be with. But loneliness and aloneness is forcing you to, or compelling you, I should say, to feel as if this is something that you should do, right? I encourage you to make sure that you stay tuned and to keep in tune with what you need to do. It, it, it's amazing to me. I can put my headphones back on, <laughs> right? But it's amazing to me how uh, we sometimes, it's easy to lose sight of what matters. It's so easy to forget what is important. And I just want to say, encourage someone out there. I know it's Friday evening and you're like, man, I don't want to listen to this lady on Twitter telling me something. I just want to go get my groove on. You know, I could be down at the club with my friends. Some people are even out there here in Detroit. The GM strike is over. So the celebrations are on the way. Right? So, you know, the, the strip clubs are busy. The bars are busy. The police are going to have a ball tonight with, with people driving under the influence because everybody will feel good that it's finally over. They can get back to work, get back to making money. Christmas is around the corner. Vacation time is coming up and the factories closed, the plants closed for three weeks out of, of Christmas or whatever, right? So people are going to be celebrating. I encourage you, and some of you are, some are even going to start a family tonight if they haven't, don't have a family already. But I'm encouraging you, this is for somebody. This is for someone who is at the end of your tether and who is looking for hope. It might not, it might just be you. You could be that person who reached out a couple of days ago, 28 years old, with a family and did everything right and still could not get a job. We need to pray for one another. We need to be kinder to one another because you never know what someone is going through. It's not easy. 
And sometimes people don't want to hire people because you fear that if they come into the organization because they're more qualified, they're going to take over your job. But you could be the last stop on the hope chain for someone. Even if it's just for a week or two, you're giving them hope. You're giving them something to hold on to that everything is going to be all right. So be a nice, be, be, be a champ, be a nice person. Share your gifts with someone. Don't quit and don't give up. Still do what you feel that you've been called to do, even while you work full-time. Most of us have worked full-time while we pursue what we feel we've been called to do because you need money to fund the dream. And like I shared yesterday, I ended up having to freelance for the last 10 years, and I had to my standard of living contracted. It went to almost nothing. And I had to learn to apply myself to a different set of circumstances. It's called survival, right? And while it wasn't popular and while a lot of people left along the way, I'm sure many felt that they were called to be in other spheres, I grew. And I grew to find real-time happiness and learn to be happy right where I was. It's Friday evening. I used to be the one hanging out, you know, like I'd be somewhere enter- getting entertained or whatever. Or when I say hanging out, I've been a minister for over 20 years. So it's not like I was at the club or the bar, but I had more resources so I could go where I wanted to go. So if I felt like going out to eat and taking my family out to eat on a Friday night, that surely was what I would do. I have learned to Netflix and chill. And if possible, and I want some chips with it, then be that as it may. If not, it is what it is, right? So don't look at someone else's life and say, that's the standard that I want. That is how I should live because you are never going to be happy. You, you don't know what they're going through. Sometimes people pull a profile gig on you. You know, they pull over your eyes. They act like everything is hunky-dory. A lot of what, it's amazing to me how I see young people, I see women modeling after celebrities and you want this and you want that, you don't realize most of what they're wearing, they're not buying it. They are being paid to wear it, right? They're being paid to sport a certain hairstyle, wear certain clothes. So they're kind of like they have commodified their bodies. Their bodies are a commodity. The studio says you can't wear that. You need to lose 20 pounds. Go talk to Dr. So-and-so. And the studio has a doctor or the record label has a doctor on call and you go to the the doctor and the doctor performs surgery and you don't have a choice. They say, this is what you should do. This is the color of your hair. This should be how you wear your hair. And a lot of us don't know what happens behind the scenes. But what we see is the finished product, the end product. It's glassy, you know, it's glossy and it's shiny and pretty and attractive and it suckers you in and you hear it, and you like the beat, and you go with the beat, right? And so you think this is what life is. Life is not always like that. Life is not always lived on the mountaintop. Life is valleys and peaks, valleys and peaks, valleys and peaks. The people who stay on the mountaintop all the time are high on drugs, (laughs) and they keep taking the drugs to continually stay high, right? So if you're in, if you find yourself feeling like it's Friday night, you just got divorced or you just went through a bad breakup, somebody decided to walk on out of your life, maybe they weren't supposed to be there in the first place. 
Maybe their time is up. Maybe you need to get used to the new you and get used to you and enjoy you. Sit down and watch some Netflix. They have some great programming, <laughs> some stuff that will keep you entertained. Before you know it, it's 10, 11 o'clock, and you're asleep, and you wake up, and it's a new day. And you realize, my goodness, I woke up, and I didn't find myself in the wrong bed with the wrong person, and I'm not hungover, and I'm not high, and I don't have to drive to someone else's from someone else's house. So give thanks for where you are and pray continually for a release from all the stuff that is holding you back, right? My name is Harry Kimmick. I want to thank you so much for joining me on this extra special edition of Down to Earth. My special guest has been Chantal Thomas. Chantal, you can find her music on Apple, Google, and any music platform anywhere. And she's a singer-songwriter whose sounds have, is what we would refer to as contemporary Christian, you know, crossover. You hear the beats? And it's coming. So for you out there, if you're feeling down, why don't you play some beats? Play the beat, man. Just listen to the beat. Come on, listen to the beat. Can you hear it? Listen to that beat. That beat will wake you up and keep you going. Thanks, everybody. Love you. See you Sunday morning. Remember to join me Sunday morning. We talk about faith and all that good stuff. So join me again on Sunday. Thanks so much, everybody. Be blessed. Be blessed. Have a good Friday night. Thanks so much, everybody. This is Harriet Kimmick. Thanks. Be blessed, everybody.